All right, here we are, Psalm 150. Hasn't this been a wonderful journey into the Psalms? It's been two years that we've looked at a different Psalm every week. But I just love how Psalm 150 opens up by saying, Praise the Lord in the sanctuary where the saints are gathered together. And we did it 16 times. Actually, yeah, we probably had a, a repeat or two as well. But reading in verse 1. I've entitled this message simply Persuaded to Praise. Praise God in His sanctuary. Praise Him in His mighty firmament. Praise Him for His mighty acts. Praise Him according to His excellent greatness. Praise Him with the sound of the shofar. And we'll do that in just a moment. Praise Him with the lute and the harp. Praise Him with the tambourine and dance. Praise Him with stringed instruments and flutes and a saxophone that we heard already playing. Praise Him with loud cymbals. Praise Him with clashing cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we're just so grateful to be able to praise you. Lord, you gave us another day. You could have taken any of us home last night. But you allowed us to have another day where we can praise your name. Where we can say, Hallelujah, oh God. What a great God. What a glorious King. What a redemptive Savior. And Lord, it says that we're to praise you with everything that we've got. With instruments, with our hands, with our mouths, with our tongues, even dancing with our feet, with our hands. Lord, everything that is within us is designed to praise the Lord in gratitude and thanksgiving for who you are, not only for what you do. So, Lord, it says, praise him with the sound of the shofar. And I want to praise you in that sound this morning, Lord. Lord, we don't have loud symbols here, but Lord, if I had some here, I'd look to follow the scripture. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. May we who breathe this morning praise the Lord and be persuaded to praise you more. Amen. Several weeks ago, Janet uh, shared from Psalms 148 and 149, which included both praise and the significant aspect of prayer spiritual warfare. So this morning, I believe the Holy Spirit really put it in my heart to inspire us to increase praise and worship in our lives. I noticed something wonderful this week. The last five books of Psalms, 146, 147, 48, 49, and 50, all five of them begin with hallelujah. And they all end 
with hallelujah. Somehow, the psalmist is looking to introduce praise in a powerful way, and now the summit is in Psalm 150. And these psalms, these last five, they show us where, they show us where, who, when, why, and how to praise God. And then comes the, the cherry on the cake. Psalm 150 serves as a powerful doxology to the entire book of Psalms. So the first verse, take a look back at the first verse. This verse instructs us where to praise the Lord. Where? Indoors and outdoors. In his sanctuary or under a man-made covering. And also he says in his firmament, which means everywhere under the sky. There is no place on earth where a man or a woman can excuse themselves from praising their creator. No place. Indoors or outdoors. Everywhere. And the conclusion in verse 6 uh, tells us who should praise the Lord. Everything that has breath. Praise the Lord. This morning as I was sitting out on our, our patio and it was an Avery. At 5.30, 6 in the morning, they're all. Now I know that there are those experts that would say, well, they're territorially claiming their area. They went hogwash. How do they get inside the brain of a bird? I think that they're all worshiping God. And you know what? They're showing an example to us humans. Duh, we come on out and go, isn't that wonderful? And we don't praise. There they are. <laughs> I mean, they're just glorifying the Creator on a daily basis. Everything that has breath. The elephants. Woo! I mean, everything that has breath. Well, what about when? When should we praise the Lord? I like what Psalm 133, uh, 113.3 says says, from the rising of the sun to its going down, the Lord's name is to be praised because of God's almighty deeds and His excellent character. We're urged to give Him the praise that He deserves. So our private and our corporate praise and worship should flourish as we meditate upon God. I'll tell you, it's easiest for me to praise when I'm outdoors and looking up. The formation of clouds, the wonder of the stars. Remember David, as an ultimate worshiper of God, he lived under the stars all those years. He cared for the sheep. Every night he was beholding God. And there were no lights to distract him. Indoors and outdoors. Mm. Our private and corporate praise should flourish. It should be flourishing. Because for all eternity, all eternity, that's a long time, we will be in wonder and awe of His majesty, beauty, power, and glory. Forever and ever and ever. So we already have eternal life. So my encouragement today is so let's start praising Him constantly now. 
since we already have his life in us. We haven't entered into that realm yet. But before we do, let's warm up. Let's start praising and worshiping the Lord on a more consistent basis. You know, even when our flesh resists, and our flesh does resist praising God, let's choose. Let's choose. Because we have not chosen, I think it is easy taken away from us. You remember in the story of Mary and Martha? Jesus is talking to Martha about Mary, and he says, because your sister has chosen the better thing, it will not be taken away from her. I think that because we have not chosen to praise, it's easily taken away from us. Hmm. We need to choose to express our love for God throughout the day. And this expression of love and praise, friends, this was central, absolutely central in the life of Jesus. And since his same Holy Spirit dwells within us, it can be central in our lives as well. It really can. Praise and worship can become a central aspect of our lives. Jesus said in John 4, 23, But the hour is coming, and now is, when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father is seeking such people who worship Him. God doesn't ask for much. But one thing He does look for is genuine worship. So why do we praise? Why do we worship God? Well, four bullet points. Praise causes us to consider and appreciate God's character. How great he is. Ask the Lord to expand your revelation of his greatness. Uh, again, we are too content with so little that we have. Ask God, enlarge my heart. Enlarge my understanding of knowing you. Praise lifts our perspective from the earthly to the heavenly. And it takes our mind off of problems. And helps us to focus on God, who's always the solution. Praise prepares our hearts to receive more of God's love and more of His power by His Holy Spirit. I think God's so amazing. He created man with a natural inclination to worship. It's built into our DNA. And if we do not worship the Lord... We will worship something or someone else. But God alone, as the almighty creator of all things, He alone deserves our praise. He alone deserves our adoration. Praise and worship are two of the most powerful spiritual weapons that God has given us. They push the kingdom of God. They push out darkness. They bring in light. And they also, praise and worship, deeply affect us personally. How? Well, praise increases our faith. As we confess God's word, you're almighty, you're glorious, you're wonderful, you're spectacular, you're beyond words, you're beyond description. Just 
getting into what the Word says about him as we bring confession. Our faith rises to the level of what we confess. Our faith rises to the level of what we are confessing. You are all great. You are all powerful. The more we confess who he is, our faith in him increases. With the mouth, confession is made into salvation. And that's not just when we first became a believer. It's all throughout the believer's life. We begin to believe that God is as powerful and as good as our praise declares. Secondly, how does worship affect us? Worship causes growth and holiness. We become like the person or the object that we worship. 2 Corinthians 3.18 says, But we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. So when we worship the Lord with an open or an unveiled heart and an unveiled face toward Him, we are reflecting His glory. And we're gradually being changed more into His likeness and image because that's what Jesus delighted in daily, was worshiping and adoring His Father. If praise and worship do not change a person's life, it may be because that person has not unveiled their face to God fully. Those who will lower their inner defenses in their simple and adoring praise and worship to God, He promises you will become more like me. You will behold me and you become more like me. Isn't that what the scripture says? And when we see him, we shall become like him. For we shall see him just as he really is. Praise and worship brings us into greater throne room activity and an ability to recognize God when he's not easily seen. And thirdly, worship prepares us for any new thing that God wants to bring into our lives. It softens our hearts and sensitizes our spirits so that when God moves, we can, in fact, recognize it. Now, when God does something new, it often comes in an unexpected form. And because it is new, we are reserved. We don't like new things, unless they're gadgets. Or unless there are new food. We, li we like the new foods. I, I mean, we like our, our new is reserved. But when it comes to a position in life, or to a move to another city, or to another country, often we wrestle and struggle with it. But if we will gaze upon Him in worship and praise, in the midst of every new thing that He puts before us, we will see when and where he moves, and we will be in step with God in the journey. And we will more easily embrace new things that God wants to bring us into. 
Now, music was and is important in the New Testament just as it was in the Old Covenant. Colossians 3.16 says, Let the word of Christ richly dwell in you, in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another, in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Ephesians 5.19 is similar. Speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things to God, the Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I love how in Psalm 150, we are exhorted to praise God in just six verses, 13 times. He's trying to get the message across. But we read it, and praise the Lord, and praise the Lord, and praise Him in this, and praise Him in that. And we go, oh, that's so... And, and in fact, I can remember a time in my life where that kind of bored me. It's too repetitive. But it's repetitive for a purpose. Thirteen times in just six verses. So us, having received God's mercy and become His people... We are a testimony to the Lord's goodness. Our lives are a praise to Him. As His chosen rescued ones, now here's the beauty. We are the most qualified to talk about how wonderful He is. Amen? We know Him. We're the most qualified. You know, bragging on God should come easily to us. Let me repeat that. Bragging on God should become very easy. It should become second nature. Speaking and singing words of praise and worship should naturally flow out of us, not be a religious task. Psalm 34, 1 says, I will bless the Lord once in a while. Doesn't say that. I will bless the Lord at all times. times. His praise shall continually, continually be in my mouth. Hmm. I felt the Spirit really led me to do this. I'm going to quickly read some verses on praise. And I I believe the Lord wants you to just listen and receive what the Spirit is saying. I'm not going to give any references except for maybe the last couple. But allow the Word to work deeply and richly into your spirit, soul, and body. Whoever offers praise glorifies me, says the Lord. In God I will praise His Word. In God I have put my trust. I will not fear. My heart is steadfast, O God. My heart is steadfast. I will sing and give praise to your name. O bless our God, you peoples, and make the voice of his praise to be heard. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. I will praise the name of God with a song 
and will magnify him with thanksgiving. I will praise you, O Lord my God, with all my heart. I will glorify your name forevermore. I will sing to the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praise to my God while I have my being. Save us, O Lord our God, and gather us from among the nations to give thanks to your holy name to triumph in your praise. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel from everlasting to everlasting. And let all the people say, Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Oh God, my heart is steadfast. I will sing and give praise even with my glory. You are my God, and I will praise you. You are my God, I will exalt you. While I live, I will praise the Lord. I will sing praises to my God while I still have my being. The Lord shall reign forever. Your God, O Zion, to all generations. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. For it is good to sing praises to our God. For it is pleasant. And praise is beautiful. O Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you. I will praise your name. For you have done wonderful things. I love this in Joel. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. Amen. So praise the name of the Lord your God who has dealt wondrously with you. His glory covered the heavens and the earth was full of his praise. Now this next verse is really customized when it is hard to praise the Lord. Because when it is hard to praise and worship, it's a sacrifice when it comes. Hebrews 13, 15. Therefore by him, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. So in difficult times, it is hard to praise God, but it then becomes a sacrifice and a sweet offering to God. He loves that the most when it's hard. Look at my daughter down there. She's going through such difficulties. And yet she's praising my name, loving me, and adoring me. Don't you think that makes God's heart pitter-patter? The sweetest thing that can come from our mouths when it's hard to praise is praise. It's the sweetest. Because even when it's hard, it's always available. And always possible. And always powerful. Peter saw it in a great measure. But you are a chosen generation. A royal priesthood. A holy nation. His own special people. Why? That you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. And lastly, Revelation 19. Then a voice came from the throne. Now that's worth listening to. A voice 
came from the throne saying, praise our God. All you, his servants and all those who fear him, both small and great. Friends, I believe God's message to us this morning is very clear and very simple. The Holy Spirit through the psalmist is exhorting all Israel and in turn all of us, all, all of us to praise God individually and corporately. What a fitting way to end this book of Psalms on a book of praise, a word of praise, an exhortation of praise with direct encouragement for you and me to praise God on every occasion, not just on Sunday mornings. But before we close, and it's good because we've got about 15 minutes to share at our tables, I want us to just share at our tables some of the reasons why you regularly give thanks and praise. Now, if you do not regularly, this is a good time for confession. It's a, hey, confession is good. With the mouth, confession is made to salvation. We need to be saved if we're not praising God. That's a whole area that we need His stamp of salvation. So if you need to do that, do that. I encourage you. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and even in the presence of people around the table. God will lift you up. God will bring you to a whole new standard. He loves humility. We hate it. He loves it. But if you do regularly give and praise, share around the table what inspires you. Encourage us so that our praise and our worship can only be enhanced as a result of your testimony. And I'll come up afterward to the mic and I'll pray and then I'll dismiss. So start sharing around your tables. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here be.